Chapter 20, The Final Act. Alfie raced through the cellars. He hadn't brought the keys, but he didn't need them. The heavy reinforced door that led to the lower levels was wide open. His shoes echoed loudly as he started down the stone steps, so he took them off and continued the descent, barefoot and silent. Even the dimmest setting on the flashlight seemed too bright, so he removed the woolen neckcloth from his costume and used it to cover the beam, leaving just enough light to see where he was going. Tiptoeing through the larger chambers, he noticed a flickering orange light coming from the far corner where he had found the huge seal. He flicked off the flashlight and was about to creep toward it when a hand clamped over his mouth and he felt himself being pulled backward. It's me. Don't make a sound, Ashford whispered, dragging Alfie behind one of the stone columns. Don't go any closer. You made quite a racket running through the upper cellars. They may know you're down here. What are they doing? Mouthed Alfie, as silently as possible as the light intensified. He ducked back behind the pillar as a wave of heat stung his eyes. Trying to burn the trapdoor open, Ashford whispered back. I don't know what they're using, but it won't work. That seal is impenetrable. It would be easier to dig through the rock around it with a plastic spoon. Alfie was surprised Ashford even knew about the seal. The light died away, and a growl of frustration echoed through the cellars. He wondered how the sisters could stand the intense heat. It's no use, called Snitch's voice. We won't get through like this. We need the key. Come on, whispered Ashford. They can't open it, not unless they find you down here. Sister, called Snitch as Ashford and Alfie crept toward the steps. Answer me or make yourself useful and get upstairs and find that boy. There was a dull thud in the darkness. Alfie turned around and tripped over something large and soft. As someone grabbed his neck and dragged him to his feet, he realized that Ashford was lying unconscious on the ground. <laughs> no need for that, sister! snarled Merkel, dragging Alfie back through the cellars with ease as he kicked and struggled against her. He wanted to save us the trouble. <laughs> there was a peal of laughter from Snitch. Well, bring him quick, she called. We've waited hundreds of years to bring about the new age of dragons. I won't wait a minute longer. Alfie went cold at Snitch's words. He had brought the key straight to them like a complete idiot. But how could they have waited that long? Were they not human? You, you set the school stage on fire, didn't you? He panted, struggling against Merkel's grip on his neck. You did it while you were away so that no one would think it was you. You could have killed people. Do you even care? 
We knew we could rely on your generous nature. So good of you to offer an alternate venue when you thought we were out of the picture. How else would we get a chance to wake the rest of our brothers and sisters? You think dragons are your brothers and sisters? You're mental. What about Jimmy? He nearly died. You'd think we'd lose sleep over one less brat, spat Merkel. He's lucky we sounded the alarm. We wouldn't want to burn the whole school down. It has been our home for so many, many years. It's just a shame it's always infested with children. As Merkel began to rant about the many things she detested about children, Alfie recognized the cool air and mossy smell of the chamber where Robin had fallen into the pool. Barely stopping to think, he swung his flashlight upward as hard as he could. There was a crunch as it connected with Merkel's chin, cutting her off in mid-sentence. She stumbled and loosened her grip. Alfie kicked out sharply, knocking her into the dark water. Quick, sister, quick! She screamed as she tried to splash her way out of the pool. Hang him off! Her sentence ended in a gurgle as the current caught her, dragging her down below the surface. Snitch's footsteps echoed behind Alfie as he ran through the darkness. He knew he was going in the right direction when he tripped over Ashford for the second time. He wanted to stop, but had no choice but to run for the steps, hoping that Ashford would be okay until he could send for help. Snitch burst out of the shadows and made a grab for him. He dodged. Her nails raked his calf as he started up the stairs. She hung on tightly to his ankle, but he yanked his leg loose, kicking out with both feet. Her eyes seemed to glow yellow in the darkness as she snarled up at him revealing long, pointed teeth. He threw the dead flashlight as hard as he could in her direction and scrambled up the stairs. The heavy door swung shut behind him as he reached the upper cellars, silencing a shriek from Snitch. It was almost as if the castle was trying to help him by slowing her down. Thank you, he shouted over the noise of Snitch throwing herself against the door. It finally burst open with a bang just as he safely reached the stairs up from the undercroft. He bolted up them and into the kitchen only to find his path bared by Hugo Pugsley's barrel chest. You should be in the hall, smirked Edward over his friend's shoulder. Out of the way, out of the way, shouted Alfie, frantically struggling to get past as he heard Snitch crashing through the upper cellars. Mrs. Salvador sent us to find you, said Hugo, dodging around to block Alfie's path. You're supposed to lead the cast on stage at the end of the play. Move, yelled Alfie, boiling them out of the way. You'll be in even more trouble when we tell her you did that, Edward called after him as Snitch burst into the kitchen. Miss Snitch! said Edward gleefully as he realized she was chasing Alfie. We tried to tell Alfie he was supposed to be in the Great Hall, but he just shoved me out of the way. Alfie glanced back 
Edward's smile had disappeared as he saw the savage look on Snitch's face. Run, you idiots! screamed Alfie as he raced from the kitchens. There was a crash behind him, but he barely had time to feel sorry for the two boys. A dripping Merkel had burst through the castle door. She screeched in anger as she made a grab for him. He nimbly dodged her charge and raced into the great hall, straight past the confused cast waiting at the back. Some of them ran along behind him while the others looked around, unsure what to do. Stop, Alfie, hissed Robin, grabbing at his tunic. The play isn't over yet. We're not supposed to go up yet. Alfie could hear whispers spreading through the confused audience as he pulled away from Robin and sprinted down the center aisle. Cormac sat up from his deathbed, looking confused as Alfie invaded the stage, turning to see Merkel and Snitch bowling children out of their path as they charged after him. Listen, everyone, Alfie shouted over the sudden uproar. Merkel and Snitch have got everyone believing their lies. There's something wrong with them. You can't trust them. They're the ones that burned down the school hall. Shut up and get down from there, boy, screamed Snitch. This child attacked us, roared Merkel as she turned to face the stunned audience. Alfie looked to his family as they looked at from him to the headmistresses. He also stole something from us, said Snitch as she looked out over the audience. Her eyes had taken on the same yellow color they had in the cellar. Her voice became much lower and calmer. A necklace. It was ours and he stole it. A murmur went through the audience. He stole from his teachers? Alfie's a thief? Don't listen to them! Alfie yelled as he saw the familiar glazed expression begin to spread across all of the eyes in the hall in response to Snitch's tone and snake-like stare. Don't look at them! They're hypnotizing you! A couple of people started to boo him. He should give it back! added Merkel, adopting the same eerie tone as his sister. He stole it, and he should give it back. They're lying, Alfie yelled, looking around for someone, anyone who wasn't falling under the teacher's spell. Thief, someone yelled. Stealing is wrong. Give it back, son, said his dad in a monotone as he stood up and turned to Alfie with a blank expression. They're lying, Dad. They're lying, said Alfie, before raising his voice and shouting to the whole room. They're liars. I can prove it. Merkel and Snitch scrambled up onto the stage and stormed toward him. Give us the talisman key, they demanded. Their eyes bored into him, seeming to gleam yellow. He realized that they were trying to control him but the hypnosis trick they had pulled on everyone else wasn't working. Could the talisman be protecting him from it? Or maybe it was the magic inside him. Alfie reached around to the back of his belt, pulling out the two water pistols he had filled with Orin's potion. The two women roared with laughter. <laughs> A strange time to play games, little boy, cackled Merkel. They lunged toward him. Alfie aimed at their faces 
and pulled the triggers, trying to spray as much of the potion as possible into their screaming mouths. See this behavior! Snitch called out to the audience, wiping her face as she grabbed one of Alfie's arms. First he steals from us, then this horrendous show of disrespect! Alfie's blood ran cold as the audience got to their feet, booing and yelling at him. Even his family looked as though they were about to join in. Merkel and Snitch's hypnosis had held. Why hadn't the potion worked? He realized that even if they admitted everything right now, it would be no use in front of this audience. He couldn't see any way back from this moment. Soon they would drag him down to the cellars, and no one would do a thing to stop them. Not even his dad or the twins. A crumpled program hit Alfie in the face as Merkel and Snitch dragged him from the stage to a chorus of taunts and jeers. He wondered if he could get away from them and hide in Orn's study, but as he twisted and tried to wrench himself free, he realized there was no getting away this time. Move, boy, or I'll ask your father to help us, said Snitch. Maybe your grandmother would like to help us too, giggled Merkel. Shall we ask her? A loud yow interrupted her taunt, silencing the baying crowd. Alfie looked down to see Galileo standing in the aisle. His tail was puffed up like a chimney brush as his fur rose into a spine along his arched back. He yowled and hissed at the two women. What is wrong with that creature? said Snitch, grabbing a program and launching it at the cat. Galileo sprang out of the way and continued to hiss. Snitch suddenly doubled over as though she had been struck in the stomach. Your face, sister! Your face! shrieked Merkel. Snitch's features appeared to be melting in and out of focus. Merkel clutched at her own face, which was also distorting. Alfie saw his chance and pulled away from the sisters. He did something, she cried, launching herself toward Alfie. What did you do to us? Alfie leapt back as Merkel dropped to the floor. He watched in horror as their bodies began to contort along with their faces. The potion was only supposed to reveal the truth. Had he just poisoned his headmistresses in front of everyone? Alfie stared. Merkel and Snitch had gone, and in their place stood two men. They were a similar size and shape to the two sisters, and just as mean-looking. Mr. Smeaton? Mr. Lurcher? said Granny, getting up and looking at the men in surprise. What have you done, boy? Stop this now! the two men demanded their mouths moving together as they spoke in exactly the same voice. The rest of the crowd started to come out of their trance as the two figures began to contort and change again, briefly settling on a new form. That's Miss Cracks and Mr. Fargle, said Hexbridge's oldest resident, Ernie Winslow, rolling down the aisle in his wheelchair. I ain't seen those two for over 80 years. But I'll never forget the hidings they gave me. I couldn't sit down for a week. The changes became faster, different clothing, 
and faces flickering across the two forms. Their faces became twisted and distorted, strange green-tinged parodies of human faces. What did you do, Alfie? shouted Holly in horror. I don't know, shouted Alfie over the screaming of people scrambling to get out of the way of this horrifying transformation. I only wanted to show you all what they really look like. I had to stop them. A terrible gurgling came from the two bodies as they blurred into one mass and began to grow. The gurgling turned into a deep, rasping laugh as something huge materialized right in front of everyone's eyes. Alfie staggered back in horror as the creature looming over them. Merkel and Snitch weren't controlling the dragon, he realized at last. They were the dragon. And he had invited it in. People were screaming and scrambling over chairs to get away from the creature that had appeared in their midst. The two heads were pulling in different directions as the dragon seemed to be deciding who to eat first. Alfie knew he had to lure it away from the castle. Hey, sewer breath! He called, hurling a chair at it. You want this? He shook the talisman at them. A rumbling growl came from the creature's throats. Alfie backed toward the doors, hurling another chair. The dragon bellowed, its clawed feet crunching golden chairs into firewood as it lumbered toward him. Well, you'll have to come and get it! Alfie yelled as he turned and ran from the hall.